Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, every time I tell you there's a group of connected elites, globalists, bureaucrats, swamp rodents, I really don't care what you call them, working against us. Working, I mean, I mean that actually, actually working against us to make sure they can go and do their thing and make their money and that we never find out about it. People call me crazy and a conspiracy theorist. And yet yesterday, we covered the Seymour Hirsch piece about who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, a major scandal that could lead to potential World War III. And what happens? Again, the cabal of rich, wealthy, connected insider elites snap the right to action to make sure you never learn the truth. I'm going to walk you through it today with, again, the receipts, and you'll see just how bad this really is. A loaded show today on Friday. Please don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by MyPatriotSupply.com. I feel like the world's being held together with duct tape right now. Well, I do. Every day, there's a new distraction, some new crisis we're trying to manage our way through. Federal government trying to print our way out of this money crisis, global wars, food issues, plants, uh, food plants blowing up, whatever. Folks, you got to be prepared. You ensure everything in your life that matters. Ensure your food supply. Do it today. I do it. And I use MyPatriotSupply.com. They have a three-month emergency food kit ready right now for you. It comes packed with tasty, and I mean really tasty meals with over 2,000 calories a day. Breakfast, lunches, dinners, desserts, drinks, and snacks in the kit. Your family won't go hungry when you have this backup food. Calories are survival. And right now, you'll get $200 in free survival gear with each three-month emergency food kit you order. These products will save the day when that crisis comes. And it's coming soon. Self-reliance is your only option. Do not rely on the government. They can't get anything right. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Get $200 worth of free survival essentials with three with a three-month emergency food kit. Get one for every member of your family. They're in stock and ready to go. Get free shipping, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before the next disaster strikes. MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't wait. Joseph, busy show today. It's Friday, so if you would find sir. It's Friday! Oh. Yeah! Wow, you were uh, that was a very excited. It's Friday, which is uh, good because covering I've had your a coffee swig, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's just water today. It's usually okay. uh, tea or something, but uh, yeah, that's just water today. Yeah, I had a rough night sleeping last night, but again, I feel good. I've I've told you, I promise, promise you, I'd never do a show if I didn't feel like it because then, you know, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. Like, look at this guy, but uh, recovering slowly. Hands a little better today. Still pretty purple, though. If you're watching on Rumble. But uh, the doc looked at it. It's all right. So thanks for all your concern on that, as always. So the Nord Stream bombing story. Seymour Hirsch drops a bombshell story in a substack. We covered it in detail yesterday. How the United States, despite its protestations and attacking anyone who suggested this, that the United States, in fact, blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, Russia's gas pipeline in Germany. Shocker. I mean, the evidence was all over the place. Again, if you want to go back and watch yesterday's show, Joe Biden had said, I promise we have a plan to do it. His uh, Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Nuland, had said it would be a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea if they invaded Ukraine. Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, after it happened, called it a terrific opportunity. Stunning that people like me would take all that and say, sounds like we may have had a role in this. But of course, because the elites are working to crush us, these globalist buffoons, all paying each other off, working with foreign countries, playing with everyone like puppets and little puppet shows. 
because they think they can do whatever they want and and the little deplorable, smelly rednecks like us aren't allowed to know anything. The minute we exposed what they were up to, even though they said what they were up to, they went and attacked us because we're the peons, you know, the little guys, the Walmart people. So Tucker Carlson uh, played this clip the other day in the beginning of the show of someone I'd like to focus on right now, because the gist of this segment here is not so much about the Nord Stream pipeline thing anymore that we blew it up. I mean, if, the, if you read the Hirsch piece, it's pretty obvious we did it. At this point, it seems, it seems almost, I mean, I can't say with 100% certainty, but I'm 90% certain we did it, right? I want to show you how we did it. We acknowledge we did it. The elites did it probably to protect their buddies in Ukraine. They were all connected in Ukraine, right? And yet when we expose it, they attack us. So let's play this first. This is Tucker Carlson playing a clip of the current Undersecretary of State, a very high-level official in our government for political affairs, Victoria Nuland, talking about basically how we'll blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. Just <laughs> don't listen to me. Listen to her. Check this out. In Newland at the State Department, the number two of the State Department, and Joe Biden threatened to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. Watch. I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. Okay. Okay. There you go. I'm right. There you go. What, what else? You. So it's just, again, weird that when it happened and we said we may have done it, they came after us. Why would they come after us? Because the reasons they did it, they don't want you to know about. Here, who's Victoria Newland? Let's go back to this little gem of a piece. This is from February of 2018. Yeah, and same lady who doesn't want you to know who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. They note that when she was a State Department official during the Obama administration, that she was one of the first to ring the alarm bell warning that Russia may be trying to discredit the democratic process in the election. Oh my gosh, she was a pee-pee hoaxer too? This is so, Joe. So it turns out that she's like, Listen, I think the DNC email servers have been hacked. Here, it says it right here in Politico, right there. Whoa. They were hacked? That's interesting because no one really knows they were hacked because the FBI, our corrupt FBI, never actually looked at the servers. They let a separate company look at the servers and then tell them what happened. And there's never been any evidence whatsoever of an exfiltration of data from the DNC hacked to Russia. So how did they hack it and take the data if they never exfiltrated the data? Gee, I don't know. It's almost like they're making the story up. Weird. And it's almost like Victoria is so weird. freaking weird, bro. Yeah. How the same lady who's knee deep in Ukrainian affairs, who doesn't want you to know we blew up a pipeline from Russia that would interfere with the Ukrainian gas business that her current president who she kisses the ass of Joe Biden's son used to work for a gas company. It's strange how she wanted to get rid of Donald Trump too. And was one of the people behind the Russia hoax and the uh, infamous DNC hack. That wasn't a DNC hack. It's almost again, like there's a small group of global elitists who are trying to you over and you know, the word it rhymes with tuck. So of course, after the story, launched and then uh, the pipeline was bombed and people like me and Tucker said, Hey, I think we may have had a role in this as we showed you yesterday. PolitiFact, of course, uh, the fact checkers along with Victoria Newland, the cabal, you know, the symbiote media, big tech, left wingers, left wing nut jobs, liberal interest groups. They're the symbiote. They all work together. Asses connected to lip 
lip, ass, lip, ass, lip, ass in a big circle. They work to attack people like me because they'll do what they want. We're not allowed to know. Here's PolitiFact. Sierra O'Rourke, useful idiot of the day, attacking anyone who said that we may have uh, been involved in this Nord Stream pipeline. Now, this is where the story gets really interesting there, Daddy-O. So Victoria Nuland, PP hoaxer, DNC hacks hoaxer, Russian collusion hoaxer, impeachment hoaxer. We didn't blow up the Nord Stream pipeline hoaxer. So Victoria Nuland seems really interested in what's going on in Ukrainian affairs, too. Wow, that's uh, it's fascinating. You know, Ukraine... So we blow up a pipeline transporting natural gas from Russia. Their competitor would be Ukrainian natural gas companies where Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's kid, works. These are all, I'm sure, bizarre coincidences, folks. But here's Victoria Nuland when she was working in a prior administration. There was a call. She was working on the Obama administration. She was super interested in Ukrainian politics, given her position. Yeah, fair enough. But I mean, like, really interested. So a call was intercepted. Nobody knows who intercepted it. Suspected it may have been the Russians, and that may well be the case. But Victoria Nuland's call was intercepted, and she's talking to uh, another one of our officials in Ukraine. And she's talking about who should be the new leader of Ukraine. You know, it's strange, Joe. I thought we kind of left that up to Ukrainians. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> idea. Ukraine. Yeah. It's a problem. Maybe yeah. good. I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, Victoria Newland didn't like that idea. So she feels like the European Union may have some input into this. And uh, she doesn't like that. That the European Union were our friends and our buddies and stuff. Here, listen to this intercepted phone call where she says, quote, F the EU. Take a listen. What appears to be a hacked phone conversation between top U.S. officials about Ukraine, in which the EU is dismissed in crude terms, has been posted on the Internet. The comments are attributed to the U.S. Assistant Secretary of State Karen Newland, who met President Yanukovych and opposition leaders separately in Kiev on Thursday. The date and precise context of the recording are not known. Newland and the U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pyatt, discuss which of the country's opposition leaders they'd like to see in government, and they refer to getting the UN involved. So that would be great, I think, to help glue this thing and have the UN help glue it. And, you know, f- the EU. Seems really interested in what's going on in Ukraine, which is weird. She seems so interested in Ukraine, even at the expense of our European partners in the EU. It's almost as if people were like profiting from business in Ukraine, like Hunter Biden and others. It's so strange. It kind of sounds like something I've told you for the last three weeks. Matter of fact, she's so interested, she wants to pick the guy. Again, I I thought we'd leave that to the Ukrainians. It's this crazy idea I have called, like, democracy and stuff. So, uh, Victoria Nuland, here's a later portion of the call, where she's really, really interested, and she's already got the guy picked. She thinks that it should be Arseny Yatsenyuk. She calls him Yats. She says, you know what? I think Yats is the guy. Take a listen. Um, I I, I, I just... I think Yats is the guy who's got the economic experience, the governing experience. He's, he's the guy, you know, what he needs is Cleach and Tani Book on the outside. He needs to be talking to them four times a week, you know. That's really interesting because Joe Biden really loved Yats, too. He really loved Yats. Matter of fact, and again, this is just a bizarre connection. I don't, I don't know how this puzzle all fits together, folks. Because as the New York Post reported back in October of 2020, 
Smoking gun emails reveal how Hunter Biden introduced Ukrainian businessmen to his vice president dad. They note that this businessman thanked Hunter Biden for the intro to his dad. Then the vice president admitted that uh, admittedly pressured Ukrainian President Poroshenko and Prime Minister, what does that say, Joe? Arseny Yatsenyuk. Is that Yats? Yats. Is that like your Stremsky calls you? I call him Yaz? Yeah. yeah. Wow. They Biden, Hunter Biden pressured Yatsenyuk into getting rid of the prosecutor general Shokin by threatening to withhold a billion dollar loan during a trip to Kiev. So Newland seems to love Yats so much so he's the guy. And Joe Biden really loves Yats too. He told Yats, you know that prosecutor Shokin investigating my son's natural gas deal? Aaron Barisma? Yeah, Yats, you better fire him or we're not going to give you the money. What does Newland know about that? With blowing up the pipeline, you know, benefit Newland and Biden and natural gas interests? Now, would blowing up the pipeline benefit our international geopolitical leverage with Russia? It, it would. We can't ignore that. But do you understand where the problems start developing here? How when your son is collecting a fortune from a natural gas company in Ukraine, that people start to question why you would attack a natural gas company in Russia that connected, it connects its natural gas pipeline to one of our partners, Germany? F the EU, right? F the EU. Dan, don't say that. I didn't. Victoria Nuland did. Now, you know what's crazy, too? A bunch of Ukrainian officials were knee-deep in the plot, the Russia hoax, to take down Trump. Oh, come on. That's a conspiracy theory. Is it really? Tell Politico. Politico, January 2017. Headline, Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. <laughs> so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. Every single time. Thank God for stupid people in the media. You see how this works? How the elites, they love their international connections, their influence, picking world leaders, sabotaging world governments, picking leaders here, getting their kids to profit off this. And in the minute you look at it and open your eyes, you're attacked by PolitiFact and others and media people. They just really want to make you go away because the symbiote will do anything to stop you from seeing the obvious. And the obvious is your government acting in your name is doing a bunch of that doesn't benefit you one bit, but fattens up their wallets nice and tight. Here's another kick in the nuts. You remember this, this Polish politician? We covered this when it happened. I want to bring it up again. Remember when the Nord Stream pipeline was blown up? There was a Polish politician. His name is Radoslaw Sikorsky. Again, we covered this at the time. And it shows you how the symbiote works. They can say whatever they want, but if you say it, it's a conspiracy theory. So who's Radoslaw Sikorsky? Well, if you go back and read the Washington Examiner right around the time the, uh, the sabotage of the pipeline happened in September of 2022, Washington Examiner covered this story. Polish politicians suggest that the U.S. sabotaged the pipeline. Polish politicians suggest that the U.S. was behind the sabotage of the two Nord Stream pipelines linking Russia to Germany. He tweeted, thank you, USA, European part, F the EU. No, Victoria Newland said that, right, Joe? Thank you, USA, European yeah. Parliament member Radoslav Zikorski said on Twitter, sharing a photo with the Nord Stream leaking into the sea. That looks like an environmental disaster. There's Radoslav Sikorsky, Minister of Parliament. He noted in a follow-up tweet, 
By the way, there's no shortage of pipeline capacity for taking gas from Russia to Western Europe, including Germany. Nord Stream's only logic was for Putin to be able to blackmail or wage war in Eastern Europe with impunity. Yeah, not wrong. It's kind of strange because he said that, and we covered it at the time in our podcast and suggested that this guy may know something, and it's probably a reason that we may have been involved. And again, we were called conspiracy theorists and attacked as savages, as misinformation specialists. It's almost as if there's a symbiote of losers out there working with the deep state and global elitists to keep us hayseed, redneck, deplorable Walmart people from knowing the truth about anything they do so they can keep their wallets fat and juicy, baby. Holy! Holy, man! We're just so stupid. It's crazy how we're actually the ones that are ahead of all this. Here's where the story about Sikorsky gets really interesting. You're going to like this one, Joseph. So the Washington Examiner piece notes that Sikorsky tells some prior positions in the Polish government. He's been associated with some American think tanks, which we know they're all on the up and up. And he's the husband of Ann Applebaum, an American journalist and a prominent critic of Putin. Oh, Ann Applebaum. I said to yeah. myself, you know, I, I, yeah, you're right, Joe. I know that now. we've covered her before. Yes. Like, Where did we cover that name? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So this jur- journalist got to use the air quotes. She really doesn't like Putin. Remember, Putin did everything. Stole our election, bombed his own pipeline. He did everything. Oh, every bit of, of misinformation on Twitter is a Russian bot. Putin did everything. You see how convenient it is? Putin and the journalists all buy in. It works conveniently for them. And Applebaum. Where is it's not the same Ann Applebaum that was just outed yesterday by Gabe Kaminsky in the Washington Examiner for being part of a group hauling in cash to blacklist conservative news. Oh, is that the, is that the same lady? Because they talk about this piece is amazing. It's in the newsletter. Read this. It's Bongino.com slash newsletter. Sign up. It's free. Read this article. If you have a conservative website, I do. You know exactly what they do. There are a, there's these cabals of people out there that push ad companies to pull money from your site. They claim it's a disinformation operation. It's not. It is political targeting. That's all it is. And look at some of the advisors. Oh, journalist Ann Applebaum. Come on. Gosh, it's come on. Come on. Right. Come on. So strange because Ann Applebaum married to the Polish uh, member of a European Union, uh, yeah. the MEP. It's so strange. He said the USA did it. And yet when we said it, we were targeted and we were basically limited and, and, and uh, distribution of my posts was limited on Facebook because I was attacked by PolitiFact and others. Yet nothing seemed to happen to Applebaum and that crew. It's almost as if these companies are targeting conservatives. Well, is that the case? Who is on this GDI advisory panel that's targeting disinformation? And Applebaum. And who exactly are they targeting? Well, lucky, lucky enough for us, Gabe did a pretty exhaustive study on there. And we can see. Go to screenshot two there. And we'll see that they target a number of websites. Joe, can you tell me what these websites have in common? Hmm. And I'm going to make it easy for you. So I'm going to make it very binary because I don't want to, I don't want you to burn up too much of your neurons. Oh, okay. Are these conservative or liberal sites? Okay. I'll, let's read through them. The Blaze, mm-hmm. the Daily Wire, right. Real Clear Politics, uh-huh. Reason. You writing this down? The New York Post. I know this is confusing. The American conservative, uh, that may be a giveaway, but I'm not sure. Uh, Slow down. Um, The 
So okay, so okay, now we're gonna say so. Okay, um, got it. The, the Fed, you can put a tape recorder in you. The Federalist, uh-huh. uh, Newsmax, and the American Spectator, all targeted by the group that <laughs> Ann Applebaum, whose husband said, by the way, thank you, USA, but nothing seemed to happen to him. Shit. They've targeted these sites for disinformation. Now, would you say, Joe, conservative or liberal sites? I'm going to have to go with conservative, Dan. That's uh, Gee, the best I can make Gee, of it. Can you please, is it conservative or liberal? Because I don't trust Joe on this one. Yeah, yeah. Guy says it All checks right. out. He thanks, says my bro. logic is clear. Thank you. Good job. I'm glad you wrote that down, Joe. It was very confusing. Th- thanks, Dan. You see how it works? You see the whole, <laughs> you see the, you see how the symbiote works? We bomb pipeline. Dan Bongino says pipeline was bombed by us or could be. Polish guy says we bomb pipeline. Dan Bongino gets censored. Nothing happens to Polish guy whose wife is an advisor to a company that tells companies to censor people like Dan Bongino. Oh my gosh. While Victoria Nuland, who wants to pick the leader of Ukraine at war with Russia, who is employing or employed the son of the vice president she works for, she wants to pick the guy, Yats, Yats, who Biden pressures to fire the prosecutor looking into all of this. Man, it's what a, this is a great gig if you can get it. Can I be part of this cabal? Sounds like so much fun. He's like, I, I know I got, I need it on this too. Wait, it gets better. This gets even better. He, I, I, I gotta, I gotta go to, I gotta go to this. I'll get to the spot. I gotta go to this. This gets even better. This is where this story, you're like, no way this could possibly be true. So again, Ann Applebaum, whose husband basically tweeted out, we bombed Nord Stream, which is exactly what we said. We actually covered his tweet. We were censored. He wasn't. She works for a group that censors people. She seems really interested in Ukraine. She really hates Russia. And then when we find out that we're up to no good in Ukraine with Hunter Biden, Ann Applebaum had a thought about that when we discovered a Hunter Biden laptop about his business in Ukraine. What did she say? Well, thankfully, it was recorded on video and audio. He, she said, you know what? We need to get to the bottom of this corruption. I am a journalist. This is the son of the vice president. This is fascinating information. I'm going to do an expose on it. Here, this is, that's what she said. Check this out. Since journalists can no longer deny the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop, one Atlantic writer says she dismissed the story because it's just not interesting to her. I don't think the Hunter Biden's um, business relationships have anything to do with who should be president of the United States. So I, I, didn't fi- I don't find it to be interesting. Guys, come on, man. Freaking clip's right. I'm talking about the clip where she said, I'm a journalist. This is important stuff. I didn't guys see up that. up to no good in you. I know you didn't see did, it. You did, guys, freaking lazy bums. I'm, I'm getting so, tired of you guys. We'll put it in post. Oh, I'm sorry. You'll put it in post? Yeah. He's like, I don't know what you're doing. There's no, no, oh, that is the clip. I'm so, my, I'm so sorry. You guys, I'm lazy. I'm, I just didn't do my homework. It's not these guys. That's me. Total laziness. The same journalist who, Says, ah, no, no, that's, we, don't want, we don't want to look into that, that stuff. Ukraine, Biden, Yats is the guy. You know, I don't, I don't really like Putin, so let's just keep the focus on Putin and Russia did it and collusion and we hate Donald Trump and stuff. Again, it's almost as if there's a cabal of actual disinformation specialists and elitist snobs, and then there's us. You wonder why they want to make us go away? New York Times jumped in on it too, trying to make us all go away. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> it's, it's too easy. It's too easy. Folks, feel the greens. I've been using the heck out of this stuff lately. 
I actually called Miles. He owns a Brickhouse Nutrition, the company that makes Fields of Greens. This is like, I don't know, five years ago. I said, Miles, uh, fruits and vegetables, they are the key to health. Everybody knows it. You want to live a healthy life and not just live. You have to have a good diet. And you have to exercise. Here's the problem. Although fruits and vegetables are the anchor, the absolute anchor of any healthy diet, the problem is they're hard to cook, hard to prepare. You got to go shopping and they're very perishable. And for people with busy lives, it doesn't always work. I keep one of these, I mean, literally at my desk, one in my fridge, one in my uh, food closet. I refuse to call it a pantry. That's how much I love this. Field of Greens. Field of Greens is a science-backed formula of specific, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables ground into an incredible tasting powder. You can see it right here. Just give it a, it smells incredible. It tastes incredible. It is really, really good. Proper nutrition can reboot your body. Folks, you got to get healthy, man. You got the new year coming up. Field of Greens is the only brand backed by a better health promise. With good nutrition, you're going to look and feel healthier fast, but with greater proof comes your next checkup with the doctor. Wow, you lost weight. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. Okay, let's get started today with 15% off your first order of Field of Greens. This is the wild berry. He likes the lemon lime. It is delicious. Visit BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Don't wait. It's promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. Don't wait another day. Take care of that body. It's the only one you got. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Now, you know, the symbiote isn't just PolitiFact, fact checkers, journalists like Applebaum, deep staters like Victoria Nuland, connected people like Hunter Biden. Presidents and vice presidents like Joe Biden, they're all part of the symbiote. This functioning, ass-kissing organisms, again, lip, ass, lip, all in a big circle. They're all attached. The media is a big part of it, too. Stuart Thompson's one of them, a huge disinformation specialist at the New York Times. He puts out disinformation about conservatives. That's his job over there. So, of course, yesterday on cue, the Brookings Institute, you're like, Brookings Institute? Dan, you mean the same Brookings Institute? that was a central player in promoting the collusion hoax, Victoria Nuland really seemed to want to pump and Ann Applebaum didn't show a lot of interest in? The same Brookings Institute that was involved in that? Remember Danchenko and Fiona Hill at the Brookings Institute connecting all these people that were pumping the Russia hoax? As if on cue, as we start to promote this stuff, the Brookings Institute, wow, look at that, pops out a research project about misinformation spreaders. So, of course, they exposed Applebaum and Newland and others, right, for spreading disinformation and things like that. And definitely her husband. I mean, if that's a lie, we blew up the pipeline. The husband was surely exposed, right? Oh, no, they targeted conservative podcasts. And the New York Times dutifully picks up the story. So, this is hilarious. Think about this. Here it is. Steve Bannon's podcast is the top misinformation spreader. Then they go after Hannity and Mark Levin and others. Really funny stuff. The article is quite hilarious if you want to read it, but it's written by Stuart Thompson at a third grade level. So you get the point. What? What's that? He does. Of course he listens to the show. Yeah. He's attacked us before. Stuart Thompson's a, got a bit of the intellect of a fourth grader. This is where it gets funny. So they need to shut us down because I just told you the elite cabal idiots want to do what they want to do and they don't want you to know the truth. We report the truth. So then what happens? The New York Times cites the Brookings Institute and says, those guys are misinformation telling you the truth. Who do the Brookings Institute, who, who do you think the Brookings Institute cited to prove that we were the ones on the wrong side of the truth? Who do you guys have any guesses? 
Where do you think they went for that? Uh, I didn't uh, tell them. Uh, no, 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 I but they, they, well, if I tell you, you're going to be stunned. The Brookings Institute went to the fact checkers. So they, I know you're shocked by this. I know you're shocked. Again, lip, ass, lip. You see, you see the circle? You see how the circle yeah. works? Yeah, circle work. Yeah. yeah. The fact checkers are cited by Brookings. The New York Times cites Brookings, who cites the fact checkers. The fact checkers are, are again, used by Facebook to make sure you never, see, you never hear the truth about the pipeline being bombed. But when it's said by the husband to an insider in the cabal, the Polish guy, no big deal. Only when conservatives say it. You know who's part of the cabal too I frequently leave out because it's such an embarrassment? Uh, Wikipedia, otherwise known as Scamopedia. Wikipedia is a laughing stock around the world. It is the only rule I have on my radio show with callers. And I do mean the only rule is if you are a liberal and you cite Wikipedia or a conservative on the call when you call on the show, you will immediately get hung up on. It's a joke. It's a laughing stock. But the left uses Wikipedia because some people, bizarrely, still take this moron site seriously. So Seymour Hersh, a renowned journalist who won a Pulitzer Prize, by the way, who broke the story of who bombed the Nord Stream pipeline, likely us, immediately on Wikipedia... A bunch of people, liberals, piled in there to make sure he was edited his page and he was called, you'll never believe it, a conspiracy theorist. Holy Moses, that's just so crazy how it almost happened on Q. It's almost as if Wikipedia empowers a bunch of liberals who moderate the site to make sure that a story is told and not the story. Now, because we speak in facts, not lies, it has been edited back. And the conspiracy theorist part was taken out. But isn't it strange how immediately liberals knew exactly what to do? It's almost as if there's a cabal of elitist snobs and mutts out there whose sole purpose is to tell you a story, not the story. Now, this is where it gets glorious. Forgive me for injecting myself in this story, but my Wikipedia page is a total, complete graffiti job. It's There's almost nothing on the page that's actually true. Almost a yeah, it's so, it's, I know you saw Joe's on the show prep. Yeah. I just want to show you how they do this. So this is how they tell you a story, not the story. I'm going to sum this up quick. I don't waste a lot of time. I am leaving Cumulus after my radio contract is up because they had a policy on the vaccine mandate. It's as simple as that. I've announced it. I'm saying, I'm saying it now. This is public. You can hear it. Correct. It's not private. I'm having a conversation with Gee and Joe. Gee, how many times have we said we're leaving? 10, 15, 20, maybe a hundred. You may be a hundred. <laughs> See now, Wikipedia can't have you believe that, that I'm actually leaving despite the fact that I actually said it. So Wikipedia, here's how they frame it. I said on the air that you can have a mandate or you can have me, but you can't have the both of us. They know Bongino said on his show. Yet two weeks later, he backed down on that claim. I, do you know that Joe? I backed that. Were you, you guys know that? He's like, really? Cause I thought, I thought we yeah. were making other, that's weird. Now, can you miss that? Now, here, notice what they, the page was edited by someone out there, was edited that show that no, in fact, Dan Bongino's announced repeatedly that he didn't back down on anything and he's leaving the show. They moved the edit to on top of the story and edited the words to, to basically leave you with the idea that I back down and we're not doing anything. They know this is on top of the story. So again, they leave you with the bad one. 
On December 11, 2022, Bongino announced plans to end his Cumulus radio show at the end of his contract, 18 months in the future. I, th- I thought it said I backed Bongino back down on the claim. <laughs> he says it's a uh, missing context. Where are the fact checkers? It's Wikipedia, folks. So I, shouldn't, I just want to show you that. It's kind of funny. That's my pitch. That's what they do. They, they, it says it right there. I'm leaving. And then it says I back down on a claim. In the same piece. But this is an authoritative source. Don't you worry. All right, here's what I want to get to next. Of course, the FBI, you know, they're going to get involved in this too. The, they are part of the elite cabal and they're looking to come after us. Not just me, but you conservatives. It's obvious at this point. And I'm going to show you how they're going to do it. They need a pretext. See, the FBI, unlike bureaucrats, they have law enforcement powers. So sooner or later, they may have to answer to a judge or they may have to answer to an inspector general. So the FBI needs a pretext to go looking for us. I think they found it, a whistleblower. Friend, good friend of the show was on Tucker last night. I'll play that cut right after this. Folks, Vincero. Support for today's episode comes from Vincero. You're not familiar with Vincero? They've been a longtime sponsor. They're a design house for modern men and women crafting really sleek watches, sunglasses, and more. Their gear is amazing. I have several watches from them among the favorites. You know I'm a watch guy. I love watches. One of the ones I have is called the Argo. It's an automatic. I love it. I get tons of compliments on it every time I'm out. It's clear from the first impression how well they are made. Quality, quality, quality. It served as the perfect daily driver for me over the years because how versatile it is. I also have one of the women's pieces for my wife. She absolutely loves it. Paula loves it. Feels like she hasn't taken it off since. Based on the West Coast, GQ actually called Vincero their go-to brand for modern accessories. And it's easy to see why. Their, 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 their stuff is super, the watches are super sleek. Check them out. Check them out if you haven't right now. If you're looking for a perfect Valentine's gift for yourself or someone you love, you can save 20% off plus free shipping site-wide with our exclusive code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. You're going to love their stuff. Support our show. Check them out at VinceroCollective.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O, V-I-N-C-E-R-O. VinceroCollective.com, VinceroCollective.com. Use code Bongino. You're going to love their stuff. Check it out. Thanks, Vincero. Okay. So the FBI, of course, is part of the symbiote. We know that. They were involved in the Russia hoax, the impeachment hoax. They were involved with people from Brookings. Brookings involved in the disinformation thing. They were involved with Twitter to Elvis Chan in San Francisco, uh, hinting and nodding to Twitter what they should take down and not. There are people involved with them, involved with Hamilton 68, the group accusing everyone of being a Russian bot. It's amazing how much Putin did. So Kyle Serafin, whistleblower from the FBI, former agent, was on Tucker last night. And someone leaked to him a memo by the FBI. So the FBI always needs a pretext to go after conservatives. So where do you think you'd find a lot of conservatives if you wanted to target them? Where would you find them? Would you find them at a Netroots meeting? Probably not. Would you find them at the local Democrat Central Committee? I don't think so. But you'd probably find them in church, and you'd definitely find them at a Latin mass. So if you wanted to go target conservatives, the best place to start would be that Latin mass. Listen to Kyle Serafin explain exactly how they plan to do this. Check this out. This It's hard to believe this is even real. This is one of those. What was your reaction when you saw this? Well, my reaction is predictable. I mean, I'm a Catholic, number one, and uh, I think it's appalling. It's one of those things that uh, when the government has gotten to the point where you talked about our Second Amendment rights, and those defend our First Amendment rights to practice our religion, particularly the way that we want to. Um, I'm friends with people who love the Latin Mass. I I grew up in a a traditional school where I actually learned Latin in fifth and sixth grade and all the way through high school. And um, it doesn't seem reasonable but it is the state of the FBI at this point that they are so desperate to find white supremacists that they're going to look at the Catholic Church. 
But I think if we're realistic about it, what they're doing is they have found a gateway in what they think is fringe Catholicism in order to, um, to move into Christians in general and, and declare them to be the actual uh, the criminals in this country or the potential terrorists. And, and that's what I think we're seeing. Because this, the whole document basically is written from the, pers- the perspective of somebody who thinks that there are significant abortion rights that need to be defended and also an LG, uh, LGBTQ agenda that has to be pushed uh, down the American people's throats. And those are antithetical to th- Catholicism. This guy's a real American hero. He really, he, he is exposing this thing piece by piece. You hear what he just said? So people at the FBI promoting the LGBTQIABIPOC2IA agenda and pro-abortion people looking to kill babies in the FBI, they need to find a way to target their political opponents. Remember, the elite cabal, FBI's in there, and then there's us, the smellies. They think we're the smellies. But they need a reason because they have guns and badges. So they put out a memo going, oh, that Latin mass, those people, those people are definitely like gateways to domestic terror. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Joe, have you ever, I've never been to a Latin mass, but I've been yeah. to mass. Yeah. You run into a lot of terrorists. Joe goes to church a lot. Joe, yeah. he plays music there. You see a lot of terrorists in your church? You said like, what? No, they, they, they don't really, they don't like no. terrorism. They don't like no, it they at don't. all. They don't. Oh, okay, good. That's huh. good to know. Yeah, not my church either. They, they, terrorism bad. That's what they typically say. Right. So, but the FBI is confused by that, of course. But don't worry, the FBI, fidelity, bravery, integrity. You know, I, I hate to do this. Let me get to my next sponsor because I want to, there's some really good stuff coming up. Speaking of the elites, the cabal, and there's us again, the smellies, the public health elites are becoming a hilarious, I mean, uh, just uh, the self owns every day. Why you would ever listen to the public health cabal that are no different than the Newland, Applebaum, Polish MP, other cabal, FBI cabal. They're no different. The public health cabal, I got a piece of video for you coming up. They j- they're not even remotely attached to the truth anymore. This is good. Stay tuned. Last sponsor, GenuCell. What's your gift this Valentine's Day? How about taking 10 or 15 years off your appearance with GenuCell skincare and their most popular package? And right now, every most popular package is 70% off and includes the next breakthrough in skincare technology. GenuCell's probiotic moisturizer, absolutely free. These super ingredients, you know, found in yogurt, this, uh, probiotics, can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Check it out. Probiotic extracts can help target bad bacteria on the surface of your skin and can help restore balance to your skin's microbiome for a noticeably clearer, clearer complexion and visibly younger appearance. Just look at Paula if you want some evidence. See those fine lines, wrinkles, don't, don't look too long. See those fine, <laughs> fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and sagging jawlines, bags and puffiness disappear right before your eyes thanks to GenuCell. Trust me, everyone. Paula loves it. My mother-in-law too. It's her go-to skincare line, GenuCell. Plus, with its immediate effects, see results in under 12 hours guaranteed of your money back. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan right now. And for the first time ever, your order at GenuCell.com until Valentine's Day, it'll include a, be- a beauty box with two luxury gifts. Yours free, free, gratis. Order now. This is the last week. GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. So, speaking of elite cabals who think you're the big smellies and you're stupid, here is one of the dumbest people in government. She's one of the stupid smart people. Got a lot of degrees, but it's really dumb common sense-wise. Here is Michelle Walensky. Uh, she is the, public, the probably lead public health authority right now, speaking for the administration. So this mass study just came out. You know, let's do a little backwards, Guy. Can you get the Free Beacon piece? Free Beacon covered it. It's in the newsletter. We've covered it repeatedly. There was an exhaustive mass study that just came out that said masks have basically no effect. 
They have little to no benefit at all, which we've known forever. Because as Joe said before the show, we always apply the money ball rule. If masks work, then why aren't masks working? Right. It seemed weird that everybody was telling masks was working as everybody was getting sick from COVID. It's like saying condoms work as everybody's getting syphilis and gonorrhea. Kind of weird. So, yeah, sorry, but it's true. Oh, look, they work, but I got it. It didn't work. <laughs> I can't think of any other way to get this through liberals thick skulls. I really can't. Here's Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky, despite again, zero evidence whatsoever that these face diapers do anything. She uses big words. She talks about, uh, and, and then she's asked by a congressman, is there a reason like we haven't done a study on this, the government, you guys want everybody to wear these masks. She, she cites the term equipose, like the steroid? No, 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 not that. Here, take a listen. Uh, we're seeing the devastating impact that it had on their educational attainment. And it, it, it kind of surprises me that the NIH, CDC didn't do any follow-up testing, uh, even while this was going on, to determine the effectiveness of this and the impact it was going to have on kids. Yeah, I appreciate, you know, um, in order to do a randomized clinical trial, you need to actually have equipoise in the question. And ultimately, what would happen, what happened is that there were so many studies that demonstrated time and time again in the height of COVID transmission that masks were working to prevent transmission that I'm not sure anybody would have proposed a clinical trial because, in fact, there wasn't equipoise to the question anymore. I love how she tries to use big words to confuse you. Well, when she's using the term equipose as a synonym for equilibrium. In other words, we didn't study masks, although we told you to wear them, because the evidence was overwhelming that they work, so there was no need to. Notice she cites no evidence at all, and the evidence that just came out said, quote, masks make no difference, according to a study by a world-renowned medical database. I can't. I can't with the mask thing. I just, and it, it just, Newland, Applebaum, Stuart Thompson, PolitiFact, Wikipedia, Rochelle Walensky. I'm telling you, whatever they say, there is an overwhelming probability that they are either lying, disin using disinformation, or telling you a story rather than the story. Question everything. I'm going to do a quick segment here on setting the record straight, too, before I get to some of the questions, because there's been a lot of misinformation out there by the Biden administration in the past few days. I'm going to motor through this quick, but it's important. I'm going to leave you before the way. I can't have you, I can't have you thinking this stuff. Folks, we're in a lot of trouble, okay? Um, do you remember when the, I've been warning you about uh, Social Security for a long time? Ladies and gentlemen, the program is going bankrupt. That is, it's a fact. It's not my opinion. Don't get angry at me. It's, do you want to save it or not? The money isn't there. There was a politician decades ago, brilliant guy, who got up on the floor of the, uh, of the Senate and he basically indicated that, hey, we got to look at all of spending. I mean, emphasize it, all of spending, including Social Security, because the money isn't there to back it up. Here, I want you to listen to this just to show you that this problem isn't new. Take a listen to this guy. Brilliant guy. I, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans, but I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Oh my, again, you guys, the laziness on this show. I said a brilliant politician, what? not Joe Biden. 
Oh, that is Joe. Wait, wait, it's the same guy. That is Joe. Ah, uh, how did I? How did we? These guys are playing games with me. I mean, oh, it's Joe Biden. Basically sounding the alarm decades ago that we were on a trajectory towards going bankrupt and that Social Security was going bankrupt too. Washington Times talks about it in his piece. Biden reverses his long history of supporting entitlement cuts. Now, I'm just going to say this one last time. Today. Not one last time ever. The Biden plan for Social Security right now, which is do nothing, is a cut. That is a fact. If nothing is done, your benefits will be cut. Oh, Dan, you're just making it up. Okay, let's go to the Washington Post then. Maybe you'll trust them. Maybe you're a lefty and you don't trust the Dan Bongino show because you read Wikipedia or you listen to Stuart Thompson. Maybe you just don't trust me because you think the left tells you the truth. So let's use the left. Here's the Washington Post, an article by Michelle Singletary. COVID took one year off the financial life of Social Security. Last year, the fund, which pays retirement and survivor benefits, they noted would be insolvent by 2034. The coronavirus took a year off that projection. The Social Security trustees now project the fund will be insolvent in 2033, meaning there will only be enough income to pay out 76% of scheduled benefits. She notes, let's put that in real numbers. As of July, the average monthly Social Security payment for retired work ed, or workers was $1,556. By 2033, without any intervention by Congress, that payment could be cut to $1,183. Good luck. We can fix it now, or you can fix it later. But it will be fixed. I've warned you, you'll play this in 10 years. The Biden do-nothing plan is a cut. And the fact that the Republicans are running away from this, I find actually quite disgusting. You know, someone sent me an email yesterday, by the way. They were a Rush listener. He said, Dan, be careful with numbers. Listeners don't like numbers. Rush always said they don't like numbers. Listen, I, I don't remember Rush ever saying that. He may have. I'm not sure. But I don't buy that one bit. Yeah, it's not going to be a calculus show. No doubt about it. But folks, numbers are facts. Numbers are facts, and facts do matter. Here's another thing. Biden said the other day that uh, they, they need to tax rich people more because they're just not getting enough money from rich people, and they need to pay their fair share. Check this out. And we pay for these investments for our future by finally making the wealthiest and biggest corporations begin to pay their fair share. Just begin. Look, I'm a capitalist. I'm a capitalist, but pay your fair share. So I already told you that the top 10% of earners that pay the overwhelming majority, 80% plus of the taxes in the United States, the top 1% pay, uh, what, 20 plus percent of the tax load? No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It was like 40% of the tax load. It's just it, the, the numbers are we played it the other day. So I just thought I'd pull up the income tax revenue in the United States because the leftist argument now, based on a recent GAO report that came out, the left is making the argument now that, you know what, we have a deficit problem because we're not getting enough tax revenue because Trump cut taxes. So I thought, you know, let's just look at tax revenue. It's kind of strange, right, Joe? Because we can actually do that. Yeah. So Biden's saying we got a tax problem. There's not enough taxes coming in. So here's Statista. It's a statistics uh, site that gets its money from the government. 
Here's the tax revenue. Trump's tax cuts kicked in in 2018, but let's use 2017, the year before, as a baseline. So there were no Trump tax cuts then. So we raised $1.5 trillion in income taxes. The next year after the Trump tax cuts, it was $1.68. Keep in mind, a lot of this is going on during COVID, by the way. The next year, it's $1.71. Then $1.6. Then 2021, it's $2 trillion. And then the 2022 projections are $2.6 trillion. So prior to the Trump tax cuts, just to be clear, it was $1.5 trillion and we're now raising $2.6 trillion. That's trending upward, Dan. No, it's not. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Did you use the abacus for that? How did you, how'd you come up with that? How'd you um, come up with that? No, it just kind of looked that way just to me. Yeah. Just, just look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, he, listen, he's, he said the wealthy and, you know, whatever. The taxes, it's a, the taxes are going down. Trump cut taxes. Even though Joe said accurately they're going up dramatically. It's almost as if the tax cuts encourage businesses to grow who then paid more taxes. So <laughs> I figured Joe Biden also mentioned wealthy businesses and corporations. Maybe their tax revenue is definitely down. So I looked. Prior to the Trump tax cuts, $297 billion in corporate taxes. The next year, oh, 204. So wow, looks like it did go down from that 297 baseline. Oh, maybe Joe Biden's right. Then something interesting happens. It starts going up, 230. Then COVID hits, 212. And then we recover from COVID. And from that $297 billion baseline before the Trump tax cuts, corporate tax revenue goes to $372 billion. Joe, I need your help again. And then the projection for this year is $395 billion. Huh. Is $395, Joe, more than $297 before the tax cuts? $395 more? Yeah, it's more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks, pal. No problem. Just checking because Joe Biden, because Joe Biden was pretty clear that corporations and the wealthy are not paying a, a fair share there. I, he's wrong. Yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, it's like he's lying. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so weird. That's what I meant. All right. I'm out of time. Today. I was going to cover some other stuff, but I got to get to the questions because you submitted. It's time for questions for Dan. It's from at El Van. Hey, Dan, when Obama said Joe would F things up, could he have been worried about Ukraine and everything else getting exposed, tying him to the corruption as well? Yes. There is a reason Barack Obama did not want Joe Biden to run for president. He wouldn't even endorse him. He wanted Hillary Clinton. He was upset when Joe Biden ran. He knew all of this, of course. Okay. At J Tyler 14, Dan, you've shown the Ukrainian pro quo video clip. Biden bragged about firing the prosecutor. Biden uh, recalls this conversation saying, you have no authority. You're not the president. Biden's response was call him. You think this indicates Obama may have had some involvement in the Ukraine scheme? If so, how much? My sources are telling me Obama knew everything Biden was up to. And the reason they laid him off, they laid off Biden was because uh, his son had died of brain cancer and other reasons. And they felt bad because he was a useful idiot. And they figured Biden couldn't run for reelection anyway. So they let a lot of it. Next question. Hey, Dan, I'm about... A year and a half past the breast cancer diagnosis. I'm sorry to hear that. God bless you. I'm working at getting healthier and back in shape after the treatment surgeries I've been through. Today, I placed my first order for Field of Greens, Lemon Lime. Can you recommend that? What do you suggest I mix it with? At Cassie Yates. Uh, I, I like it in protein shakes, personally, but sometimes I put it in tea. But I, I, I like it that way. I like the lemon lime in black tea, and I put a little protein in it, too. That's my kind of like get up before the show drill. So, uh, but it protein, you using protein shakes too? 
Yeah, it gives it a little like lemony flavor. Sometimes I throw some blueberry extract in there extra to give it a little extra flavor. So uh, God bless you, Cassie. At M-A-I-M-P. Hey, Dan. Thank you for your podcast. Happy you're healing well. If Trump does not win the nomination, you think he might, heaven forbid, run as an independent and split our ticket. Uh, gosh, I hope nobody runs as an independent, Trump or anyone else. That would be a disaster. There is zero chance we would win the presidency if anyone, forget just Trump, runs as an independent trying to use a conservative brand. It's a terrible idea. I've, I've spoke about this. Folks, you can't win in the Electoral College. You will split the vote. It'll get kicked to the House and every Republican will vote for whoever ran as a Republican. Simple as that. The independent will never win. Hey, Dan, at airplane driver, when a new Secret Service agent get kicks up, gets kicked upstairs to the president's detail, is there any tradition or rite of passage or pranks played on the new guy? There used to be, but now it's all PC. When you used to get sent out of the New York field office to the detail, they had this thing called a tavern plate. It looks like a big steel plate and it says, you know, Dan Bongino Secret Service. And as the dates you were in the field office, they used to take it up to the range and shoot it and give you yours with bullet holes in it. But of course, because everything's, yeah, everything's PC now. We can't do that. What if a round ricochet? No one's going to ricochet, dude. They put it like 25 yards away. It's in like the middle of Camp Smith or something where they use So unfortunately, you can't do anything anymore. Hey, Dan, at Airplane Driver, I've watched interviews with Secret Service agent Clint Hill. He was the agent that jumped on the back of President Kennedy's limo the uh, day he was assassinated. He said when it comes to picking the special agent in charge for the president's detail, they find an agent whose personality is much like that of the president himself. How true is that? Very true. I think more true than you know. All right. Hey, Dan, at Kill Switch 3. You know something, Kill Switch 3? Know something we don't... I recently turned 40, construction worker, soldier, police officer. Thank you for your service. I have five girls. My body's been through it for sure. I can only imagine. I'm still lifting and going to the gym when I can. Any advice at this age? God bless you and your family. Yes, a lot of advice. Go buy yourself a sauna. It's expensive. You know what's expensive? Dying. Get yourself a sauna. Put it in your garage if you have room for it. I know it's expensive. I'm not, I'm not going to spin your wheels. You don't need some crazy one. If UV ones, I like the, the rock one I have. You don't need to get a crazy expensive one. You don't need all the gizmos, Bluetooth, and all that stuff. Use that sauna. Do some mobility work in the sauna while your joints are nice and lubricated. And if you can, obviously check with your doctor and stuff first. I'm not a medical professional. Let me just put that disclaimer in there because it's important. If you have some contraindication for sauna, I don't know that. So, uh, But also, if you can, immediately when you're done, I like to take a very cold shower. It works for me. Uh, it seems to have really done wonders for my immune system and my arthritis. So, and keep the weights manageable. Forget the heavy stuff. After the age of 40, there's no purpose in it. At Crispy Bones. Sounds like me. Joy Reid claims the left has won the culture war. She's not lying. They have. Will we ever see traditional values be mainstream again? Folks, there's no winning the culture wars. Just look at the past. We've, we've had the Renaissance followed by, uh, or preceded by and followed by the Dark Ages. We've had the Scientific Revolution, the Industrial Revolution. We've had the hippies in the 60s and the Reagan Revolution of the 80s. The culture wars are never won. There are, never, there are people who are just never going to accept the fact that there are 76 genders, okay? It's just not going to happen. Joy Reid's an idiot. That G shocked me. You warned us of the potential coming of a wealth tax last week. So how is the average hardworking American supposed to protect yourself from wealth tax? Folks, that's the problem. There is no way to protect yourself from a wealth tax. 
oh, I'll buy real estate. Yeah, they're going to go and have, send an appraiser to your home and then tax you on the value of your home. Oh, that's all right. I'll put it in stocks. No, they'll go to your account representative and say, what's it worth today? We're taxing them on that too. Yeah, but I didn't cash it in. It doesn't matter. But what if I lose money? They don't care. But what if the stocks don't make money? They don't care. Oh, I know what I'll stick it in gold. Oh, they'll, they'll go to your bank account, subpoena your bank account, find out where you spent your money. What, are you going to buy the gold in cash? There is no way around it. That's why we need to fight it. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss my show, Unfiltered, tomorrow night on Fox, Saturday night, 9 p.m., that Hunter Biden, Privat Bank, China Expose is back. Last week with the balloon story, we had to drop it. It is back. I've got also some tremendous segments in the beginning of the show laying out this entire scheme with the Nord Stream pipeline, the biolabs in Ukraine. It's all going to happen on Fox. That's right. Right in the open tomorrow at nine. Don't miss it. Please subscribe to the podcast too. It helps us stay on the charts. I really appreciate it. It's free on Apple, Spotify, and at rumble.com slash Bongino. I'll see you all back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.